guys. <laughs> welcome to episode six. This is Lula. And Jude. And welcome back to Just Friends. Um, we're so sleep deprived. Deprived? So sleep deprived. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's crazy hours. It's Lula's fault. Yeah, it is my <laughs> fault. Um, but I did, can we give myself some credit, just sprint here in the Why? rain. No, dude, <laughs> it kidding, took me I'm six kidding, minutes I'm kidding, I'm kidding. to do like a normal six Lula walk. time 20 minute walk. <laughs> No, I'm teasing you. I know you ran. And I was in platform docks. That's also impressive. And long velvet pants. Also impressive. And it's raining outside. And it's raining. And I didn't have an umbrella. I did have an umbrella and I didn't even open it because I was like, I'm going to channel Jude. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, let's just start. Highs, lows, buffaloes. You want me to go first or you? You can start. I don't have a high. (laughs) (laughs) What's my high? Um, uh, All the shows this weekend went really well which was very fun. I was super, super anxious about it. And it's been very nice to hear people's positive feedback. I guess that's my high. And it's also my high to have just less um, rehearsals going on. So, yeah, a little more free time, I guess. Woo. Woo. To work on your shitty homework assignments. I don't do homework anymore. Your turn. Why are we late to the podcast? What were you doing? A fucking paper that's not oh. homework that's like 20 percent of my grade okay well, that's what i meant did we do i mean i yeah okay that's fair that was i misspoke i guess okay my low or my high <laughs> my high was also kind of yale's theater in general um i saw for colored girls this weekend good job lula you actually fucking crushed it the Thank whole production you. was spectacular and like so moving and powerful and well done. And Natalie's a genius. She's actually insane. Um, like, she's a wizard. It's like she's crazy. Yeah. Um, but I also saw the VQ show, which was also lovely. Like, I don't know. Like every time I don't see theater at Yale for a long time, I'm always like, holy fucking shit. What is like, what am yeah. I doing here? And then yeah. I see theater in here and I'm like, wait a second. These kids mm-hmm. are pretty cool. Like yeah. we go to school with some fucking <laughs> crazy talented people. I good point it puts things in perspective in like an unexpected way yeah 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 i don't know i was like yeah i'm really excited to go see more theater and like i want to go see shades i haven't seen shades i haven't seen ward which is like the stand-up poetry what? like well i've seen ward perform. oh okay okay i was, I was I've gonna say seen them with you but multiple yeah. times <laughs> okay that is <laughs> but true. this year i haven't okay. seen them perform and i don't know i'm just there's a lot of art that i'm excited to keep yeah witnessing that's and a experiencing. good high yeah okay um, my low. Where to fucking start? No, just kidding. I'm not going to do that. Um, I would say my most immediate low is being stressed about housing for next year, uh, which is like so How the fuck? Unfortunate. Why? Like, why is mean, it so why? stressful? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I do know. I think there's so many components, but like last year, it was like, honestly, probably the thing that I was second most stressed about all year like out of everything that happened last year that could have been anxiety anxiety inducing housing was so up there mm. i think i don't know should we explain residential colleges for the non-yaleys like sure very briefly very briefly yale's divided into what 14 different it's colleges Harvard houses but yeah whatever like where students are randomly signed when you get accepted and then you live there for four years and you can only choose from those that college's pool of people for your housing. And then there's a whole thing with like now Yale's admitting over admitting students. So like I'm in J.E. and like J.E. juniors are almost always annexed and then like don't have a place to live all of a sudden in the fall and like 
trying to move off campus is stressful because you have to like make deals with upperclassmen for their old houses and then like people are deciding between living with their like extracurricular groups and it's just like a fucking migraine I don't know that's my low I hate it and I'm so stressed about it and it seems so early to be stressed about it, but it's so early. Why is everyone scheming know. at the, like at like this people point? already have, have signed leases? Fucking like crazy. I don't even. Ugh, whatever. I'm moving on. That's my low. That's a good low, I guess. <laughs> yeah, my low is I'm just fucking tired, and not just today. I'm not tired because you like you procrastinate, whatever. Not procrastinate. Uh, You're slow. I'm whatever because I'm slow. Yeah, but. Um, <laughs> Such an asshole, dude. But I'm also just fucking tired. Like I just want to go to bed. But like, I, like that's like how I feel for this entire finals period. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like I've been getting like eight, nine hours of sleep a day, night, which is like pretty impressive. Like that's, that's like insane. a very healthy amount. That's more than I get like when I don't have anything to yeah. do, and yeah. I'm still like exhausted every day. Like every morning, I'm like, can I just sleep in? And I'm yeah. like, wait, I slept like plenty but yeah oh uh, because i think it's like a mental period. exhaustion you know yeah, like i think I'm it's like, like not. every time finals come i'm like oh this is what burning out feels like i don't know whatever oh, burning out really sucks <laughs> it really sucks <laughs> okay i don't even no, I we guess... sound we sound really healthy Lula. Okay. we seem good <laughs> someone diagnose us i guess i'm gonna go into my buffalo is that okay go into your buffalo it's related um i had friends shout out Casey and Larry and also my ed studies class tell me to read this reading this week and it's so relevant to all the things we're talking about including burnout including like cult of productivity at Yale including like exclusivity including dating life what's it called it it Okay, I'm fucking getting there. That I'm just was excited. It is. You just had such a good lead up. It is this book, um, called. You read a book? No. Oh, I was gonna say that. Would I be read crazy. excerpts from okay. the book, called. Not I, because you can't. Okay, read, just can cause you? Like, <laughs> the book is called. <laughs> we cannot start podcast after midnight. This is horrific. Okay, the book is called Excellent Sheep. Have you heard of this? You would Excellent have heard of Sheep. You would have heard of it by now. No, okay, but you I haven't. Okay, keep going. Excellent sheep, colon. The miseducation of the American elite and the way to a mm. meaningful life. Mm, wait, um, what? I want to wait. You need to read it. And I, I'm not even really going to go into it because I just think everyone needs to read it. And I'm way too brain dead to do it any justice. But it literally, as my bestie Casey put it, Reading it made me feel like I have never had an original thought about Yale. Mm. And I literally think if people listen, I mean, if people read this book, there's like no point in ha us having a podcast. Like everything we will say has already been said <laughs> in this book. Like every complaint about Yale. But anyway, the author is William Derasiewicz. I really wish I knew how to pronounce his I last name. Right. But he's an ex-Yale professor. He used to oh. teach English here. And he wrote this book about, like, what is so fundamentally wrong about, like, higher elite, quote unquote, institutions and education, but then also about, like, how Yaleys have no time to actually form relationships because they overbook themselves so much. And then, like, how that leads to this crazy hookup culture of, like, no one's mm -hmm. actually fulfilled, but it's just more like scratching some weird itch and then, like, mm -hmm. talking about 
throwing yourself into all these things that are just like kind of instantly gratifying but like you don't really get anything out of them in the long term and like actually have like we're saying this crazy burnout effect and like Mm -hmm. how it's no one's fault but like all these fundamental systemic issues i don't know it's a fucking great read well and that's my buffalo so you just basically it's gave just our a listeners a competitor so they're just never gonna, like you literally were like go read this and never have <laughs> listen to, listen to, to this audiobook and then never tune into the pod again <laughs> um okay wait going off of that though wait i just added it to my notion i'm low-key gonna like that's my next read no i think it's I'm super like excited. i want to read i read an excerpt from it that was like assigned to me for my class but I want to read the full book over winter break because I think um, yeah. I mean, I'm scared that it's really going to depress me coming back for spring semester. But anyway, going off of that buffalo, don't comment on that. We're not talking about that. Going off <laughs> of that buffalo, I had lunch with the lovely Jason today. I actually didn't want to mention him because he told me he only listens to the pod to hear his name. <laughs> However, <laughs> I was like, oh, Jason, what if I just fail all my finals? To which he said, then our lives would be exactly the same. Mm. And it just like fucking resonated. I don't even know. But I was like, honestly, yeah. Jason's a very wise wise. Yeah, he is. And like he says everything with like a poker face and like Mm -hmm. kind of just like also giddy. But like, I don't know. Like you. But I think if you really listen to what he says, it's like, oh, shit. And I don't know. I had just I had lunch with him coming off of the class. We just talked about that sheep reading. And then I was like, wait, you're kind of so right. Like if I and I'm not going to. I don't think I'm in that much deep shit. (laughs) But if I really did knock on (laughs) bang on wood. But if I really did fail all my finals, what would change? Great question. That's my buffalo. You Your probably. turn. All right. Um, yeah, wow. Fuck. Good buffalo. Right? Yeah, I want to read that book. Yeah. Um, my buffalo is like kind of fucking crazy. So I spent the entire day. to Like, I, I mean, like, okay, that's an exaggeration. I spent a lot of my day, like probably around four hours playing with chat GPT. Basically open AI, which is like the number one or number like top. AI developing like team um, or company released chat GPT, which is basically a chat where you can put any text and it can do anything with that text. That's a very poor way of explaining it, but mm-hmm. you can say, write me a scene where Obama and Jude have an argument about our podcast or like literally anything or mm-hmm. teach me game theory or literally anything. And I've been playing around with it. The first thing I put down, because I thought it would be fun to share on the podcast, is what are some potential podcast episode topics for a podcast about a platonic friendship between a guy and a girl in college? And it said, there are many potential podcast episode topics for a podcast about a platonic friendship between a guy and a girl in college. Here are a few ideas. One, the origins of the friendship. How did the guy and girl meet? And what were their day, early days of their friendship like? What were some of the challenges they faced as they became friends? Already One, did that. Already did it. Two, navigating Fuck yeah, romantic, outrunning AI. Sorry, navigating going. romantic expectations in a society that often expects romantic relationships to develop between men and women. How do the guy and girl navigate the expectations of others? What do they do when they people assume they are a couple, and how do they handle it when people try to set them up on dates? Three, that happened today. Supporting each other through college. College can be a challenging time, so how does the guy and the girl support each other through their classes, exams, and other stressors? What do they do to help each other stay motivated and on track? The podcast. 
four maintaining the friendship after college after college many people's lives change dramatically as they okay. move to different that's cities that's where we shut the fuck up okay <laughs> i'll skip okay. that one sharing common interests <laughs> <Like> anxiety <laughs> what do the guy and girl do to like to do together do they have any shared hobbies or interests and how do they in- share enjoy spending time together what are some of their favorite memories of their friendship that wow. fucking came up with that shit yeah in like 20 seconds yeah and that is scratching the surface you can go so deep with this shit it is crazy this is crazy it's big i like i was talking to my dad about this i truly think it is bigger than when the browser on the internet came out like when you could go and be like oh type whatever you want and find a web page that was fucking crazy yeah this is fucking revolutionary no it's like unbelievable this is the biggest tech we've seen definitely in our lifetime fucking insane. do you want to know the first thing i thought of when you started reading this which what? is just where my head is at because i just turned in this essay but i was like bruh fucking copy and paste oh no yeah essay no. prompt into Essays, chatbot yeah. and it's like done yep no it's done. no yep hello there's an i i copied and pasted like a problem from like an old piece set just to see how accurate it was it wasn't perfect yeah but like it fucking understood the problem yeah and it was like like it taught me better than my tf did yeah. like it's fucking insane i mean this technology. that i think that's the point that it taught you better than a fucking human who is trained to teach i mean yeah the point is this is literally replacing the browser and this is fucking insane no it's fucking crazy. and for creatives for students for every single human being on this earth it's fucking crazy okay let's bring to purge i don't really have to purge i think i'm just in a manic mood okay um, I want to purge for a second. Woo! Um, yeah. So when I go to TF office hours, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't to laugh. <laughs> what? No, no. Please share what fucking. Oh, she's still laughing. This is what you said. Oh yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Just the way you said it with such a straight face. <laughs> like so... I know such a rant is coming. I'm not, I, I'm going to save us like, time. Like, I'm not okay. going to rant, but okay. I could for so fucking long. No, I want you to. Can like, we make the episode about TFs? No. Okay. <laughs> These fuckers, like, I get it. I'm sorry. Like, I, I, there are some incredible TFs who have really taught me microeconomics I've and macroeconomics. I've all my TFs yeah. ever. So, like, and I love my European intellectual history TF. Like, no. Can we he, say what a TF is? Yeah. Teaching, fel- teaching, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the I think they they're classically called TAs and Yale's just being pretentious or something. But they're, like, grad students who are like assistant teachers yeah. in lectures. Okay, yeah. there we go. Your turn. And um, yeah, so I don't understand game theory right now at all. And I'm mm-hmm. trying to figure out my piece set and I'm trying to like actually understand the material. And this woman like just writes the answer in an in a illogical way uh-huh. on her iPad, which she can't <laughs> even use. She disconnects from the Zoom like three times and I'm so already frustrated. I keep asking questions like, oh, da, 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 how do you do this? How do you do this? Yep. And every no, we spend 20 minutes on one problem and no one understood the problem by the end. Like she literally cannot teach. She, she did the exact same fucking thing four times trying to explain it <laughs> and she made absolutely zero sense. Purge. But the purge is like I'm bigger sorry. than just a TF. The purge is like, no, it is. why is yeah. it so hard to sometimes learn at the school? Like the school is purpose. And like, that might just be me and like how I'm like this classes I'm in and like what I'm like, I'm in a lot of lecture classes or whatever, but like, mm-hmm. mm, like I'd love some involvement, like some mm-hmm. involved teaching, not just being talked at. Um, moving on. Cause I don't really want to be put into that mood again. Okay. I have more to say about that, but let's do another time. Dude, we can, you can like what you could share. Well, 
Yeah. My final comment on that is just that like fucked up and sad that like depending on what your academic interests are, you're expected to learn and be assessed in a certain way, which we've touched on before. But like of me being like, yeah, of me being like, why are essays the only ways that I'm assessed? Like just because I'm in a class that's focused on literature doesn't mean that I'll be as good as like writing a literature review as talking about what I've learned. And like, just because you're trying to learn something broad, like game theory doesn't mean that you learn best by being talked at. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's my final thought. Well, today we're talking about dating apps. Yes. Which I'm scary. I mean, yeah, I think they suck. Yeah. Uh, I would definitely generally agree that they suck. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mom and dad, turn this off. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Do you want me to start or something? I feel like you're looking at me like I'm supposed to start. No, I just fucking hate them. Well, do you think and I don't hate them? I just think you have a more complex ex- like interaction <laughs> with them. I don't fucking know. Okay. We're just exposing me, I guess. Yeah. Um, okay. I'll just start. Let me go okay, for it. Just expose Here's yourself. Here's what I have. Mel and Greg, my lovely parents. <laughs> <laughs> I've never talked to them about this. They hate fucking dating apps. Um, I have a plethora of apps on my phone, Sheesh. including Tinder and Bumble and Hinge. Um, What's your favorite? I hate all of them. And I would also say that they're all for different purposes, depending on the mood. Okay. Um, Tinder, I would say, is classically the hookup app. Um, My best, whoa, my bestie Marina describes it as a meat market. Um, And that is unfortunately, I would say, accurate. Or fortunately, I guess, if that's what you're looking for. But it's very much like, I don't know. You don't really say anything about yourself. Some people post like one picture of them like, I don't know, fucking naked mirror selfie. Like it's just horrific. And like you swipe left or right. You match with people. Anyone can text. Uh, I don't know. Usually people are much more bold. So in is their... that your favorite? No. Oh, okay. People are much more bold in their like. Bold. I mean bold. Bold. In... Like I have like matched with someone and then like. I think my most recent match was, like, I matched with some guy who I didn't know. I think he was just from New Haven or something. And he didn't even say hi. He messaged me, like, you're not even going to believe this, a gif of a train, like, speeding into a tunnel, but then, like, being too big for the tunnel. (laughs) And, like, no text. Like, no, like, hi. No, like, you're cute. Like, nothing. And what like, did you say? I didn't respond. I actually, like, deleted the app for, like, a <laughs> week, I think. Um, so that's Tinder summed up. Bumble. I'm a big... I would... I'm a fuck with Bumble. Yeah, Bumble is- I would cautiously say that Bumble is my favorite. Um, And that is because the girl... When you match... When a girl and a guy match, the girl has to message first. Um, and you have 24 hours to message so i don't really use it because i don't have notifications turned on for anything so then like if i match with someone i like the match expires before i message them most of the time but i don't know i kind of like being able to make the first move do you know the story Um, about how bumble was like created no she basically the woman who like started bumble 
worked at Tinder was like one of the founding members of Tinder and like was kind of mm. responsible for its success and like selling it and getting customers. She like would go to the frats and sororities and like be like, all the guys have it at the sororities. Oh, and then go to the frats and be like, all the girls have it. And then good, download good it. marketing and then, technique. Like, yeah. Um, and then some like undisclosed information led her like she it's still hidden and no one really understands why but she left tinder hmm. and like started her own app because she was like there's a lot of issues with tinder especially because like it makes a lot of women feel uncomfortable because they get yep. m- gifts of like yes trains that are too big to enter a tunnel and um and so she <laughs> made bubble and i think it is a really cool idea and yeah i app. i don't know how it works with like if, if you're matching like with someone sex. who's of the same gender, yeah. Um, it is either of them can Okay. Do. Okay, so that's interesting. I think Bumble is also the one that has like Bumble friends. Yeah. And you can and like, they also just have, like Bumble Party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such a cool app. I, it's a really good yeah, idea. I gen I yeah, I guess I would say Bumble's my favorite. I don't know. Um Hinge I got because of Coco, your sister, was like mm-hmm. all the Yaleys are on Hinge. And she was right. And I got it. Um Hinge is much more, I would say, like, prone to set up a relationship out of all of them. Like, you have to answer prompts that you can choose from, but, like, that are really, like, about yourself. And, like, you have to include just much more, like, personal information. Like, it's really, like, a profile. It's not just, like, like, pictures. Don't you put your, like, voice in it or something? Yeah, I'm you don't I don't. Like, you don't have to, but you have the option to, like, respond to a prompt with, like, a voice like an audio, a wave file. I don't know. I think you it's... just upload our podcast. <laughs> I don't know. Um, that's really all I have to say about all of them. I don't like any of them. Um, I guess I like Bumble the best because I like being able to shoot my shot more than being like bombarded by like unsolicited pornography. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I hate all of them. Um, I only got them this well, not even them. I got Tinder this summer, last summer, because I was in Rome. And I was like, when in Rome? And that's it. Um, I don't really use them. I think sometimes I get into cycles of like, oh, my God, I need validation. Let's swipe. And then it's a great fucking source of validation. I'll be honest. Um, they're like in the moment, not for long term, not for more than like 20 minutes, maybe. But I don't know. I hate them, and they're also still on my phone. So whatever that says, someone can psychoanalyze me, I guess. Well, I think you just like the validation, which like I get. I think it's deep. I think there's something deeper with dating apps. I don't know. I think so too, and I have so many fucking issues with them. Like I have yeah, so I wanna, many I wanna issues. I want to hear your takes because I really don't um, have much to say. Yeah, I off like that. So first of all, I like got my phone when I turned eighteen, and I was like, I'm never downloading a dating app. Like. The entire idea of dating apps mm-hmm. are awful. Um, like, uh, just like, it, like you said it. So a meat market, like, yes. is that really what you want when you're trying to find a hookup, or like, also more when people someone can, like, you actually want to like date, or like, I don't fucking know. Like, that's crazy. And it's literally the internet. Like, yeah. people just like have all your old messages. Like, yeah. I could put so many guys in jail. To be honest, mm-hmm. like, it's horrific. Yeah. So, I don't know. I didn't want to download it. At some point I downloaded it. <laughs> like, honestly, probably quite a- like Where soon are after, our therapists? <laughs> soon after I got um, a phone. And um, 
Yeah, I don't really use it. I think it's a kind of icky and I have like a lot of issues with the idea of dating apps. Like, first of all, like I understand the value of dating apps in the sense like, yeah, you can connect with people you never met. And like, you know, that like one story of like, like, oh, that couple that like was like just got out of a long-term relationship for 30. They were kind of hopelessly romantic and then like match and then they get married and they live happily ever after. But like, I don't know. I think that's like a really cool like trope and story. But I think a lot of times like it's pretty... Like, I don't know. There's something about romance that's supposed to be in person. Like, I just like on a biological level, like the smell, like smell has a ton to do about who you're attracted to and who you want to spend time with. And that is completely gone with photo app, like with apps. And when you can choose photos to put on the app and be like, these are the photos that I look best in. Like, I don't care if you're catfishing or not. That's not your authentic and genuine self. I think that is such bullshit. Like... And also, like, talking and banter. There are so many fucking things that, like, are truly meant to be authentic and inter- like and personal. And, like, it's, like, dating apps strip that away. Yeah. Even, even the basis of being on the app, you are communicating to the other person that you and them are both looking for something. Yeah. That should, like, that is not, like, a thing. When you get in a conversation with someone and you're maybe flirting with them or something, there's still this uncertainty and this kind of, like, excitement and mystery that Mm -hmm. is still there like dating apps take away so much of the personal like exciting and like important aspects of romance and hooking up and i fucking don't like what they stand for Um, i agree and i totally totally agree and like on the most fundamental level this is a little complex like you are swiping on images of people and it's consumption you're seeing an image and you said it right you swipe left or right and that's it and you're mm-hmm. consuming different faces. Yeah. And you're, it's a like, game. It's, it's a game. And it is like, we already have so much consumption in this fucking society. Do mm-hmm. we really need more? Mm-hmm. And we're consuming people that actually have real emotions and feelings. And like what is happening, and a lot of research has actually been done about this. Women are looking at guys and swiping. In general, there are a few men that are selected. I'm do this a heterosexual like Tinder experience. There are a okay. few men that are more like more often selected because of just like they're quote unquote good looking traditionally. Okay. Okay. What happens is a complete like the distribution curve of who gets swiped on and who gets the positive affirmation. It goes it gets but for both genders gets very condensed on one like, on a few people. Like, all the people that are, quote-unquote, like, not traditionally the hottest people, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Are not get like, I, I'm going to give you a metaphor because I'm struggling to explain this. No, I think I get what you're saying. You're saying that, like, people <clears throat> of each gender who are, like, more objectively, like, societally attractive, attractive get much more interaction. Yes. And then that leaves the majority of people to get no interaction. Yes. Okay. And it makes them feel useless, right. purposeless, mm-hmm. unattractive, right. unwanted in society. Like we're seeing an increase yes. in like men feeling lonely and depressed. And I'm not saying that like dating apps is the reason, but I think that like that has a cause. There is a cause about that. Like there yeah. is some relationship to like men feeling rejected by society. And, like, I think that, like, the best metaphor that I've kind of used to understand it is, like, if you think about television from the past and now, right? When it was television that was just on, you would go and turn the television on and just watch the TV show that was on. Okay. And maybe you could, like, switch a channel or two. But, like, you kind of were content with the channel you were watching. 
Now we have so much goddamn fucking consumption and you got Netflix and Hulu and HBO and everyone watches the same show. Everyone's watching White Lotus. Everyone's watching not one me, show. Not me, bitch. Congrats, like, for not being, like, in the culture. Like, See? Exactly. Exactly. Mm. You just proved my point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and what is, does it make you feel fucking shitty when everyone's talking about White Lotus and you're not part of it? Yeah. So it's just like, I don't know. I think that, like, the entire idea of Tinder on so many fundamental levels is, and I'm using Tinder all day in the apps, is icky. Yes. And I wish that they didn't exist, period. I wish that hmm. last part of my rant was more um, eloquent. I'm no, I think I that is, anyone. I think that is very, I think you got to the point. Um, I feel like I have a lot of like complex responses that are not thought out. Um, one, I don't really think, mm, I was going to say, I don't really think that I wish they didn't exist. Like, mm. I think, I don't know. I think, like, I'm not going to expose myself here, but, like, I had a good experience in Rome because of Tinder um, with someone that I never, ever, ever would have met. Yeah. You and it was just, like, fun cool. to, like, randomly date, go on a date with some Italian man. Um, I absolutely would not have met him if it wasn't for Tinder. Um. And then with, like, Hinge, like, I also, like, kind of met someone, well, with Hinge, I also met someone who's, like, a Yale-y that I wouldn't have met if it wasn't for Hinge, I don't think, just because we're, like, not ever in the same social circles. You can totally meet so many cool and new people on these apps. And I think, I definitely agree with every point you made. Like, I think that, like... Overall, they're incredibly negative and harmful. Um, But I also think that they're, like, I don't know. Just based on, I've also had experiences off of the apps where I'm like, God damn it, I shouldn't have fucking went on a date with a stranger. Which is also, like, Mm -hmm. gonna happen anyway? I don't know. I, I also think that, like, an extra, like, aspect of this that pisses me off is that, like, I think that there are good aspects of the app. I think that you made a good point. Like, connecting with people that you may never have been able to connect with. But yeah, they are designed in the same way social media is as a drug. Mm. And, like, they could have just done a more thoughtful design to make it yeah. more, like, conducive to yes. actual emotional connection. And, like, yes. even Bumble, who, like, quote-unquote, like, argues that they're, like, the better alternative. Like, they still have a drug-like aspect. And, like, because they need users, and they need users to continue wanting and needing it and needing it. And then, like, if you want to, like, go back on someone you accidentally swipe left on, you have to fucking pay? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Anyway, the other thing that came to mind when you were talking is that, like, how you were talking about um, this kind of, like, quantitative research or evidence of, like, men... I feel like that exists for women too, but no, I, I think done it, any I don't. Studies. Yeah, I, yeah. I've heard about it mainly for like women swiping on men, but I think it's probably on all genders and sexualities. Right. But like of feeling like displaced or like more depressed or like alone, that's just like duh. It's the fucking internet, and people just I don't know. I think that like we have like I think that society probably including myself, I'll include myself in this, make 
strange, like unfounded exceptions when it comes to dating apps that we wouldn't make normally. Like if a stranger slid into my DMs, I would not meet up with them. No. Like 99% of the time. So why would I meet up? Or if a stranger with- said the things they say yes. to you in your chats. Right. Just like talking right. to you. Like- and, there's, and then there's another point of like, there is whenever you're interacting with someone through a dating app, there's a level of assumption of what the other person wants. That's. Yeah. And what you want. You know what I mean? Like Instagram, I think people like are less bold. Like what? Well, the, I mean, the I mystery, don't know, right? There's like a, the mystery, like there's no like, oh, does she like me or like anything like that? It's like, oh, like she swiped on me. Like, OK, like like she wants to fuck. Yeah. And like what does like like mm, consumption, it's consumption, consumption. I mean, yeah, the consumption oh, bit so is concerned. really interesting. I think it's like. I don't know. They're made in a smart way in terms of like playing into fucking everyone's obsession with like consuming as much as possible all the time with like basically perfectly intangible things like i don't know these like i think when i open an app like the majority of the time i'm kind of like these people aren't real you know what i mean <laughs> and they obviously are but like and they have feelings and yeah they have like and they're they're lost yeah and they're confu- yeah it's like i don't awful. think a guy who i meet for the first time in person would come up to me and be like i want to fuck you now no. So why are you saying that to me instead in of saying DM. your fucking name first? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just crazy. I don't know. Yeah, no, I think that that's like such a good point. I think that's honestly the biggest issue is that like there is a level of just like disregard for like. Yeah. Like sets you up for failure. And kindness. And, like, yeah. And and I don't know. Ugh. Um, I think another interesting aspect of this entire conversation um, is I've had conversations with specifically some guy friends of mine about how they're now mm-hmm. scared about i i kind of understand this i'm like now the traditional ways of like hey can i get your number or like right hey i think you're really pretty and just going up to people yeah. and like strangers on the street and just like actually talking to people and flirting with them it's just like that's not what's expected anymore and like yes some people would be like oh that's cute and that'd be like but some people are like what like that's you're not a, like that's not how you do yeah. this anymore i think that's part of what i mean by like the setting everyone up for failure like beyond just like you create expectations of someone based on like how they text on an app. If then you decide to meet up with them, that's one component of like kind of sets you up for disappointment, you know, because obviously based on their selected pictures and then how they chose to carefully text you is not who they actually are. And then going off of what you just said, like, I don't know. I was watching this like video. I forget what it was called the other night that I also didn't really agree with, but it was this guy talking about like, basically what you just said of how like he doesn't know how to like approach people he's interested in in real life or like on the street like that he's like quote-unquote canceled if he went up to a girl like a stranger and was like hey you're really pretty like would you want to like get coffee sometime and, yet and then he she- can go in behind a screen and right. be vulgar and disgusting yeah and, and it, it just like kind of obviously like ruins I don't know fundamental part of like human interaction and just forming relationships in general yeah what if all of those fucking texts that you're texting that person now is AI generated like what like oh my god that's literally a pitch for a horror movie dude right like there's just so much like inauthentic like interaction now out there and like 
I think that that is like completely the opposite of what romance and sexuality and love should be. Like they're they're in my head like they they're juxtaposing ideas. Yeah, I don't know. It's um, it's pretty interesting that we're like growing up in this age. Like I don't know. Yeah. There's just so much tech and like so much um. There's just so much consumption. Like I just keep coming back to that. I think like. I was going to say this earlier and I forgot, but you made some point about like when you were talking about the pheromones mm-hmm. of like just like, yeah, normal parts of like being attracted to human and getting to know them. I think when I first started getting the apps and I still think this way that like for some reason I just like assume that whoever I'm talking to on them or whoever I'm going to get to know potentially is like not real. Mm-hmm. Like I never and this is like kind of weird to say. I don't know if this makes any sense, but that like if I'm swiping on someone and we match and then I start talking to them, I just assume automatically that it's not going to turn into a relationship or anything. Like I think that like in my head, I'm like, okay, whoever I end up dating next whenever I do is going to be someone that I meet in person. And like there's going to be some like maybe that's just me being a hopeless romantic. Like there's going to be like some meet cute or like blah, 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 whatever. But I just like don't. I assume the worst of whoever I'm going to meet on a dating app or assume at least that like we're not going to be some perfect match. Like I just don't think that's ever really crossed my mind. I mean, I think that like in some ways that's what a lot of people on dating apps are kind of thinking and doing. But like I do think there are a lot of people also there that are like actually trying to find a partner. Yep. So true. Then there's this awkward like confusion that like you have to kind of like dance around like – that's back to the expectations things of like assuming that you know yeah. what yourself and the other person's looking for. Yeah. There's just like a, so many fundamental factors that are like taken away. Like, yeah. what do you want in a relationship or what do you smell like or whatever it is that are in dating apps? I don't know. I Ugh, They stress me out. Yeah. But I think the one interesting aspect about dating apps is I think like a lot of the things that we talk about on this podcast are kind of like inescapable. Like, oh, like, you hate your phone. Well, like, suck it up. You know what I mean? I will say the thing I do like about dating, like, okay, like, you really don't, like, as although it might be scary to go up to a girl and, like, ask her for a number or whatever it mm-hmm. is, like, you can still meet a lot of people by talking to them and, like, being really, like, just, like, flirtatious or really kind yeah. or whatever it is. And, and, like, you don't need dating apps. And will, like, arguably have a better time. Yeah. Like, whatever you're looking for. If you're looking for a hookup, if you're looking for a relationship, if you're looking to date. It's more real. Yeah. As you said, like, it's not this, like, fake, like, image of a person that you're swiping on and maybe meeting up on. But, like, yep. you're actually, like, seeing them in person and, like, talking to them. I don't know. So maybe this is, like, signal, like, delete dating apps if you don't like them if you like them like go do that like i'm not i'm not judging you i'm just i hate the idea of dating apps in general me too i'm so scared that my parents listen to this (laughs) anyway i have one more point um and this is another topic (laughs) for like (laughs) to get into more um that i think we have a really cool guest in mind and i want her to come on and talk about this but like setting your profile to like uh more than one gender (laughs) Mm -hmm. and like this is not something that i do but like i have a lot of best friends who do this 
and who did this when they like wanted to start experimenting kind of and then they would like match with other girls but then like not really be ready to actually like hook up with them in person but then it's also like letting other people know that your setting is open to both genders or more whoever pansexual whatever it might be and I think that that's an interesting aspect of like using it like I don't know I think there's something interesting to be said there about like at least for me like everything on the app seems pretty like intangible until it's not and just like forgetting that it's the internet and also like putting yourself like why why are we all comfortable putting ourselves out there with something as like intimate and vulnerable as like your sexuality like maybe even before you come out Mm -hmm. to anyone and I'm not like coming out right now but I'm just like (laughs) bringing it up Mm -hmm. because I really don't know point actually I mean I just think that like it keeps coming back to this theme of like what are like I mean a great example is like who also helped you create your profile like I don't yeah I really don't know many people that have created the profile alone no it's always like, that's a whole other thing so, it's always like a game to create the profile yeah like are you like just what are you putting out in the world and like like what is behind the screen so, and then you go to a party and everyone's standing in the fucking corner like a weirdo because no one knows how to talk mm-hmm. like i've had so many strange interactions with people like oh we matched on tinder <laughs> And like literally step the fuck back right now. Like that was a joke. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. It's bizarre. It's a strange world we live in. I sound like my fucking parents, but yeah. We do really sound like just like cranky old like people. I yeah. That should be like the second season of the podcast. Like we admit that we're boomers and we just like (laughs) I'm such a boomer. It's actually crazy. Mr. Tech doesn't understand how to post on Instagram. Jude spent like fucking 40 minutes trying to figure out an Instagram story post. He was trying to like. I posted it four times. No, you did. I know. I didn't even tell you because I was like, this is so cute. Okay. We got to keep moving. This is so late, Lula. It's I'm dead. Like We probably don't even make sense, but whatever. I'm asleep right now. Um, No, it's 1 a.m., Lula. (laughs) Dab me up. Okay. Let's do We Play. How did you play, Lula? I started... Hmm. Maybe this is some I need to maybe talk to my therapist about this. But I started doodling in all my notes during class. And it's been so fucking fun. Like, I still think this is something that I used to do a lot in high school. Like, I would, like, always doodle shit in the margins like, whenever there was, like, a lecture going on. Or I had this weird era where I would, like, compulsively make, like, oh, this is going to sound really weird. I fa- sound fucking neurotic. I used to, like, compulsively make... Don't look at me like that. Like, t- paper origami cranes out of my gum wrappers, like, nonstop during class. And then, like, while my Wait, teacher I, was talking... I peel the gum wrapper from the foil. Right. That's what I, I mean, it's, a gen- it's the same general vibe. I think yeah. mine is maybe more creative little, than that. A little weirder. <laughs> but it's more creative yeah i know i respect it i don't know I just if think i could like, make a crane i would yeah i think it's like using a different part of your brain while also like taking in information i don't know it's just made me like enjoy class more to be honest and like when i open up my notes which is never i'm like oh this is like more like fun to look back on i don't know i'll show you what i'm talking about later but i've just been having a good time okay how did you play jude 
Um, my play was bouldering again at City Climb, a new gym that's near New Haven or in New Haven, near Yale. Like, it's like past the new colleges, Franklin, Mur- Franklin and Murray. So it's like a ten or fifteen minute walk from here, or like a six minute run. <laughs> Like, just don't be rude. <laughs> but, no. Um, no. Um, and I love it so much. It was so much play. Um, I went with Sarah. Shout out Sarah. Woo! We love Sarah. I've been waiting for a Sarah shout out. So much play with Sarah. And it was oh. lovely. Um, we Like, just, it's literally an adult jungle gym. Like. Yeah, we need to do another episode about you and bouldering, I what? think. What? I mean, yeah, I think it is actually the best sport and i've now done it three times and i'm not good at it but i love it and i think that's the definition of play is just doing something because you love it yay so i want to do it more um yeah that's kind of my play i don't have much else that's to good say. play yeah i like it oh okay should we do our mind melt our game wait i have another piece of play i just realized because i'm not gonna be able to say this later okay. i also played dreidel today ah you know love like, some dreidel yeah dreidel dreidel okay that's have all. we talked about us being jews we are both Jewish. Jewish. But we're going to talk about religion with Period. a special guest also. Oh my God. I'm so fucking excited. Yeah, we really, that. I'm ready to get guests on the show. No, yeah. Like, I think three different people just today were like, so when are you going to have guests? No, it's definitely time. We now have gotten our groove. Like, it's more figuring out the tech, tech logistics. But I think I it'll think be think that fine. we should tell our listeners and tell ourselves that by the end of christmas break like when we're back at yale we will be having a guest so end of january so end of january because i don't know if we have to like figure out the recording schedule schedule and like if we're yeah. taking a break or not and like how the tech is going to all go about that yes um but latest is then no yeah i have faith in us and i'm so excited i am so excited i'm you so all. excited we have some cool ideas so yay and we've peer pressured some cool people hopefully Woo! okay let's do mind meld yeah yeah let's play Okay. Three, two, one. I don't have one. Oh, okay. oh, why would <laughs> when I said three and looked at you, I thought you had. I'm disassociating. Okay, I have one. Three, two, two one. one. Headphones. Mint. Mint and headphones. Okay. Three, two, one. Circle. Flavor. Okay. Flavor and headphones. Like the flavor of music you listen to? I don't fucking oh know. Oh my god. Stop being an intellectual. Okay. Circle. Jesus. Circle. It's not and even intellectual. It's just circle. <laughs> I'm just tired. I love you. I love you. What are we Okay. Doing? Circle and flavor. Okay. I have one. Three. Two. two one. Candy. Baskin Robbins. What? <laughs> okay. Candy and Baskin Robbins. No, I don't have a good one. I'll try and get it. Three. No, 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 no. I don't, take your, I don't take have it. Three, two, two one, one. Ice, ice cream. cream. Thank Yay! fucking God. Oh, my God. I'm so tired. Okay, okay. Can you stop acting like our playing is stressing you out? It's not. It's fun. I feel like that's like a little projection. It is. Okay. It's a lot of projection. Okay. Favorite ice cream flavor. And why? That's a bad question. Do you have a better question than that? No, but I feel like at some point I should talk about being an ice cream man. Maybe that should be one of our geeking You're out topics. You're an ice cream man? Yeah. I drove the ice cream truck. What? Oh, that should be an episode. What See, the fuck? Like, low-key, I think that's what our geeking out should kind of go to more. It's like random niche topics and interests that we have. Like, I feel like we're kind of getting, like... Yeah, we're talking, like, I agree. We talk a lot about society and, like, how fucking shitty some aspects of society are. 
which like, I don't have an issue of not like I don't want to not talk about when they come up, but like we're kind of like I feel like we're ready to talk more about like other stuff, including like AI and like. Okay, wait. So I talk about your about, ice cream truck. No, it's kind of a long story. I think that should be like a geeking out topic. Okay, but it's a crazy story, y'all. It was a crazy summer. <laughs> like a crazy summer dude was getting crunk in the ice cream truck no i was 16 oh no phone driving the ice cream truck yeah and getting fights what a life getting in fights with ice cream man okay so, so let's leave on that note can we do that i feel like that's a funny yeah okay do you want to answer your ice cream favorite favorite ice cream no because i don't have one. Oh, i will say no i like um my favorite is half baked by ben and jerry's oh, half-baked is sponsor so us Oh, I love Ben and Jerry's so yeah, much. Yeah, that's absolutely my favorite. Oh, my God. Um, Milk and Cookies by yeah. – oh, my God. That's okay. my favorite. Should we go get ice cream? I'm going to. Are you actually going to get ice cream I now? might. Where am I getting – where am I, I going to get it from? kill you. I guess I'll go. Where am I going to get it from? I want ice cream so bad now. Okay. Jude started meditating and falling asleep, so I think <laughs> no, the episode's no, 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 over. No, no, no. But- um, <laughs> <laughs> so this won't happen again. <laughs> But thank you all for listening and bearing with us. Who the fuck made it this far? No one. Okay. <laughs> um, that's it. Bye. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. Bye.